Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another episode of Video Games to the Max. This is episode 227 and I'm your host, Sean Garment. Here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And we are the official Video Games Podcast at W2Net.com. And of course, uh, partner with Last Word on Life as well. And well, so far in the since we've done the last show... We have learned a heck of a lot more about what's going to be happening in a few days and a few months as well as as we speak as you're hearing this, uh, depending on when you're hearing this. So there was already the first official summer of gaming or the summer game fest event. And then there's supposed to be one that apparently Mr. Keeley is really excited about on Wednesday. So we'll talk about all those on the show after this one. Um because I'm not, imagine us delaying it and it's like five minutes of some game and then no, we I'm delayed at, for that. <laughs> I imagine between now and our next episode, Keely will have 20 more of these things to, you know, premiere. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's certainly getting interesting for uh, June and July jam-packed already uh, with stuff. Um, but... Uh, I know you're taking a trip tomorrow. Or? Yeah, I'm just going to Ohio because it's kind of reopening a little. So I want to hit up a Hardee's. <laughs> hit up that Hardee's. Get some. Get some of that good. Well, we good. don't. We don't really have them in my state. We have like one or two. But that's about it. But it's not close to you. Not at all. No. So it's easier for you just to go to Ohio than just go further well, up in your state. It's it's on the way. Let's say that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I am sure you guys have like more region, like you have like regional fast food or, you know, like. Yeah, we I'm, have checkers and rallies and. Uh, we uh, used to have check. We have checkers up here. We have like White Castle. Ah, uh, see, we don't have that. Yeah. And then we have like the Pollo Tropical, which is the like Cuban food. Place. Is that Spanish? Is that Spanish or Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, um, you get rice and beans and chicken. And, you know, the Latin kind of food. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, there's some, like, we have a Five Guys here in some places. Oh, yeah, yeah Five Guys. That, you know, yeah, those uh, California ones that have kind of branched out everywhere now. Right. Um, but, yeah, most of the, yeah, the the one I really miss, I think I've said it before, is Water River, which I think is, like, in Tallahassee. There's one, and that's it. We have, like, we used to have one around here, or, like, by my mom's house, but I think when I had a business. Uh, of course, everybody will probably still be debating that uh, uh, what's in and out is better. Right. Yeah, we don't have that would, at all. <laughs> I would disagree. But, but certainly, we, we already mentioned it. A lot of what came out today had to do pretty much with stuff that's coming in the future. And by stuff coming in the future, I mean events, uh, basically, um, that's that's built around what E3 would have been. 
which leads to more of Mark's theory of <laughs> will this be a good idea or not uh, when it's all said and done. I'll go with now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, because what it feels like to me is all the stuff that would have just been on the show floor that well, you wouldn't have really... I, I don't mind... Yeah. Like, I know Ubisoft, I mean, you can talk about them, but like Ubisoft and I think you said Devolver are doing their events. They always like, that's, do them, though. That's fine, you know, because it, there's a precedent for that. But there's like at least one or two more other companies popping up. It's like, you don't have to. We're good. Well, some folks uh, feel like they do, though. Uh, so, uh, first of all, I guess in the further near future, I already mentioned the Summer Game Fest stuff. So... Uh, after that, in June, in the, like, few days before E3 would have taken place, uh, the Gorilla Collective Showcase was announced from the Media Indie Exchange, uh, which, uh, basically Greg Miller summed it up by saying the kind of funny game showcase, which he's had the last couple of years, has expanded into a much bigger deal. And so on, June 6th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, Greg Miller is going to host, um, the part of IGN Summer of Gaming as well, the, the, uh, first press conference for this, uh, which is going to feature a heck of a lot list of developers and publishers, which they're apparently not done. This is just the first of what they, have right now but there's going to be more because the next day there will be a second online press event and then the day after that june 8th will be like a day of gameplay demos uh, i guess you know where you actually get a lot more gameplay shown and developer interviews and that kind of thing the things you would see you know when there's so and stuff on the show floor that you'd be getting so uh also part of that's going to be the pc gaming show which if if we have anything to go by from past years uh, who cares? Because usually, like, nothing great comes out of that, other than AMD trying to make a big, big deal out of itself. Uh, yeah. And Paradox is apparently going to do their own broadcast, Paradox Insider, and a Future Games, which I don't remember what that is supposed to be, the Future Games show. Did they have that last year? I don't know. Nope. I don't really remember that. So here's... Um, some of the studios, uh, 11-bit, which are the ones that are most known for Frostpunk, This War is Mine, Coffee Stain Studios, uh, Funcom, who did the Mutant Zero, which got some pub last year, Good Shepherd, which most recently did John Wick Hex, uh, Humble Publishing, which, you know, did Temtem this year, uh, Larian Studios, which is a studio you like, yeah. uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Divinity, uh, Paradox, of course, uh, City Skylines, all that. Raw Fury, which who are going to have the Atomic Crop theme that comes out at the end of the month. Uh, Rebellion, you know, Zombie on V4, which is actually pretty good. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Versus Evil, which are the <clears throat> Banner Saga. Uh, they also have a little bit to do with uh, Elite Evil Within, not mistaken. Uh, and uh, Isberg Games, who did the Valhalla. Games and of course the uh, ZAUM guys that did Disco Elysium. There's more in here, but I'm not going to go through every single one. And there's going to be more added uh, as time goes on, uh, probably for that other event uh, the day after. So, 
And what do you think? I mean, you know, no. is this the kind of thing you feared about? Yeah, you know, we're gonna like, have. I, I don't. I don't need to have. I mean, first it was a stupid Jeff Keeley one. He's like, we're going to be doing this for four months. Strap in. And then he, now I have like three other people, three other groups doing the same thing. No. Yeah, and I have no idea what GameSpot's doing. Like, you don't hear anything about what they have going on, or just that they have a thing, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I assume it'll be some combination giant bomb thing where they interview... I assume they just kind of interview celeb or interview, like, people, like, you know, co- the people they've always interviewed for E3, like Mary Kish, or Adam Boys or, you know, Dave Lang, or, and stuff like that. But, uh... I mean, that's fine because they're not, they, that's like, I don't know about GameSpot, but like the Jeff, the giant bomb stuff specifically isn't like, we don't want gameplay. We're not showing gameplay stuff. We're not breaking, you know, you know, new, new trailers. We just want to talk to people. I don't need like nine different shows showing like, Oh, here's a new trailer of Assassin's Creed Valhalla that has 10 more seconds of new footage. that's still pre-rendered. <laughs> yeah. So apparently from what I'm looking at here, Oh, it is. It's going to be the same, the same sort of thing as IGN's. Yeah. Basically, GameSpot's also going to be hosting all that stuff. Great. Can't wait. <laughs> so, basically, it's you choose which who who you want to get it from. Uh, and then I mean, it's also going to include the giant bomb team. Yeah. And, and all that stuff. So, like you said, but. Yeah, it looks like that's what it is. Is GameSpot's gonna use their own people and use Giant Bomb, uh, you know, personalities while IGN's gonna use all of their personalities and, and I mean, I don't, know, I guess. IG, I, I don't know. I hadn't kept up on IG in a year. I didn't know if they have personalities anymore. <laughs> they do. I mean, they have their own, all their own podcasts and all that stuff. I'm the one that keeps up with that more than you do, so. I, mean, I follow uh, GameSpot more than that, I yeah. guess, so. Yeah, I'll listen to GameSpot's, uh, their After Dark show. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, th- this is, <laughs> this is gonna be, uh, something else by the time. I, I certainly can't even dream of, I, I will say this, what Mark was saying before, it was much easier before because I could just ask off for those three or four days and go, okay, well, I have those three or four days to cover everything I want to cover. We do all the press conferences, all that stuff. Now it's almost impossible because when you think that most of the big stuff's going to happen between that same period in June, here comes Ubisoft going, oh yeah, we're doing ours like July 12th. Yep. You know, like, uh, I think who else was it that said they're doing this? Like Xbox is going to do, we don't even know if Xbox is doing us something in June. Uh, Nintendo's might be later, like July or August now. Um, so, uh, you know, everything is going to be very spread out. All these things that would have been happening in that one week and you would have said, okay, we got everybody's stuff. We got to judge everyone at the same time. I think that's one of the things you're going to kind of miss is yes, it's going to spread out the news more, but I am going to miss like just, okay, we got every, what everybody's going to bring to the table. And we get to see, kind of see it all at the same time. Yeah, can you uh, imagine what a big cluster, uh, what a big mess Blizzard is going to be <laughs> this year? Oh yeah, that's that's going to be fun. How are they going to do that? <laughs> are they still going to do BlizzCon around the same time? Or are they going to? Yeah, I think they will wait, or they'll just have some digital only event. So I mean, 
let's let's be honest, their past few audience interactions have not been great. No, <laughs> they haven't. Especially uh, with Warcraft Reforged not doing great either. Yeah, I was kind of mm-hmm. surprised. I I think everyone kind of assumed it'd be easy to do, mm-hmm. but they found a way to fuck it up. So it's like, congrats, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I somehow found a way to mess that up. Uh, they, they both terribly. messed up that game and original Warcraft three. So it's like you got a twofer, I guess. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it's 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 amazing to me. Uh, and now we're we're hearing going on. I uh, thank you for the segue of Blizzard. They had the the stuff with the bad news early in the year at the at the end of January of Warcraft 3 Reforged and then at the end of Q4 2020 we're going to ha- possibly have Diablo 2 remastered. Yep. Uh, so I I never played that game. I don't know about you, but I've no I did. I enjoyed I'll, it. it. The only things I remember about like early Diablo 1 and 2 is like they were really dark. Mhm, yeah. And I didn't like that because <laughs> I like to be able to see where I'm going. I played Diablo One on an emulator for the the PS One version. I actually had that. Yeah. I I played that for real. I, I had that version, which sucked. Yeah, I didn't find out till later that it was a sucky version. Well, it was, I mean, it was fun. Also, I mean, the controls barely work, but the fun part was like the average PS One memory card was 15 blocks. Like you know, and this game took up uh, five blocks to save. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, so uh, what? you pretty much had to have your own memory card for Diablo. Yeah, there were like, there were only a handful of games. I mean, most games were like one car, like one save equals one block, but there were like a handful of games that were like five blocks or like, I think there was a game called D that was like, that took up like the whole damn memory card. It's like, what? <laughs> like, what was is Star crap? Fox like that for the Wii U or, I don't know, there's some game. Anyway, I'm. Uh, but no, that's, I, that's actually what made me go and get the Diablo 2. Uh, I got all the Blizzard, those Blizzard games. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, like the, that box, those, um, battle chests. Those battle chests from Walmart yeah. for 20 bucks each. I still had yeah. them, actually. What do I? They're in a drawer somewhere. I, I got, yeah. I got, War, I got Diablo and I think I got Warcraft 3. Yeah, I have Warcraft 3, uh, StarCraft, and Diablo 2. Yeah. And so I played Diablo 2 for a while, like that. And, yeah, I mean, I could see what people really enjoyed about it. It's just, it was when Diablo finally became, you know, what people uh, love about it. And right. I, I can understand, I can get why you're, but it's funny to see them, you're doing this remaster. For Diablo 2, and you're also making Diablo 4 at the same time. Hey, man. Don't forget about Diablo Immortal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Diablo Immortal. <laughs> they they, <and> they did. <laughs> I, don't think that, I don't think that game will ever be released in, in North America, or like not in China, essentially. I think it will. They just won't really announce. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, oh, we, Diablo Immortal's out. It's like no fanfare whatsoever. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's that game we don't want to know existed. If you're a Blizzard fan, now if you're an Activision person, maybe you you do because they want to make money off that thing. Yeah, uh, it's, it's depressing because like I mean, Blizzard used to be slow, but they used to like release new games. Like the last new game they released was Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. And then uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm, which was a copy, you know, of a mod. Well, I mean, everything was 
what Hearthstone as well. You know, that was a card game, basically. And, I mean, yeah, but that's not directly a. I mean, they have their own mechanics for that thing, at least. Yeah. Or it's not directly like a Magic the Gathering, you know, clone. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and they're still they're also making Overwatch too. Yeah. Uh, at this point as well, and uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands, which let's see how that's going. Uh, so, getting back to this Diablo Two remaster, apparently Vicarious Vision, since I guess they don't have WWE Two K to work on, uh, they're helping. Uh, Blizzard uh, with the project. And uh, so, you know, Vicarious Business has kind of been doing that for a while. They helped in all the Crash Bandicoot games. Expect, so, to, see John, expect to see John Cena in Diablo 2. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be kind of vexy. He just He's a hidden boss you didn't know existed. He's a character class. He just runs up and F5 or FUs everything. <laughs> yep. And he, uh, you do his five moves of doom. Yeah. He comes out, one of his special moves is rapping. <laughs> He's like the bard character. <laughs> that would be awesome. Let's... I mean, like, Gary Stations, they don't like, like make new games, but they are a pretty competent port, mm-hmm. you know, port studio. So, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think this is, uh, if, you know, sis, don't know how that's going with the uh, NBA games and all that. Um, I'm sure they can't really work on that game right now because of the no, not having the season, not having the players. You mean the NBA uh, street game, what, like the little cartoony thing? Or No, no. I mean, they also work on the NBA 2K proper. No, they don't. That's not Activision. That's 2K. No, I'm talking about... I thought, oh, never mind. I'm getting uh, visual concept of Vicarious yeah. Visions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You can tell what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm getting both of those those uh mixed up. But yeah, I mean it's cool that they're they're adding some help for Blizzard I mean, on this. It screams more of this is Activision trying to make sure it gets out faster. <laughs> or it, it screams that this is Activision trying to hope it gets out competently. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I wonder if the Warcraft they before just was them feeling like they had to rush it out because Activision might have been like, "Hey, they," like, I think they pretty much directly said that. <laughs> like, yeah, so maybe they don't want to catch flack for okay, we're gonna let Blizzard do their thing, but we're also gonna rush them. Well, how about we have one of our own studios involved so we can kind of keep a closer eye on what's going on? But now I assume things are a little bit harder with everybody having to work from home and everything. So yeah. We'll see how that goes as things keep opening up. Um, you know, even seeing that there are now new cases in China, and uh, of course that's mostly Russia's fault apparently, but still, that's not great news. Uh, either way, yeah. So we possibly might have that to look forward to at the end of 2020. There, if things keep going smoothly, which the way things are going, I kind of fully expect that to get delayed. Into 2021. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine I, I, that just comes out. I mean, I expect most games, aside from, like, games coming out this month, to be delayed till pretty late. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, whatever, Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2 are pretty much done. Yeah. But that, I got a feeling that's about it, you know? Yeah, well, we don't know, right? Like, as far as we know, everything's going okay with Cyberpunk so far. Yeah. Um, And... 
I think that's the last big game, but that's also like why Nintendo kind of had to delay their stuff because of the COVID. And even though most of that apparently was supposed to be Mario focused due to the 35th anniversary event that we talked about before. Right. You know, still those are games that they were banking on for this year to kind of fill that void. And we'll see how that gets affected as well. We still don't know if push, if push comes to shove, if this gets worse again, if they will have to delay the PS5 and Xbox Series X because they can't get enough uh, systems out there to make it worth it for them to just release them. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, people, if you just release a system with no new games, that's, that's going to be a huge issue. <laughs> yeah, I like, I think definitely if something happens and they have to delay Halo, I think Microsoft is going to delay the system. I don't think you can release without that. Yeah. You're making that too much of a, the they kind of go together at this yeah. point. Like, it's the game that you're looking forward to. The reason why you're buying the Series X at launch is for that game. Even though you is don't it, need to, it's on Xbox One. But I mean, is it weird they released four Halo games for the 360 and basically one for the Xbox One? Or like one and a half? Well, they were working on Master Chief Collection. Remember That's that what too. I meant by half. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's technically what, four whatever games, but I mean... I think launch busted, and it took a while for them to get it to work correctly. And also, like, comparatively, you know, I wouldn't think it'd be that much... I would think it would be harder to make a new game than it is remaster four old ones. Well, I think, also, they... Because of how bad the reception was to five... Yeah. Um, at least in the single-player aspect. Right. It's just... I think they wanted to really take the time to... Okay, let's go back to the drawing board and figure out what made these games great? I mean, what can we take from four that people still enjoyed a lot more and kind of go from there? And how do we not mess up the story again? Like, yeah. I, they, they just tried to do two, like five also was hampered a lot by the fact that it really felt like they were trying to get rid of master chief yeah, with lock and everything else. Yeah, and then no one cares about him. people revolted and were like, we don't like this. And yep. <laughs> It's almost like the, I think Toriyama said that he wanted to make Gohan the focus of Dragon Ball Z going forward, but everybody oh, yeah. wanted I Goku. Mean, that Kakarot so. game is very indicative, indicative of that because like Go Goku's dead for most of that game, and you're playing as Gohan for at least like sixty percent of it. And like, well, most of the series, how many times does Goku die? Like uh, you know, three, least, I can think of. Huh? Yeah, I think even more than that. But it's like, you know, it's how much of that series is him trying to push Gohan in the limelight and then when people revolted and said they, they wanted yeah. Goku to stay there, then they had to deal with it, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's the thing, too, is just... I mean, people I guess, get... At least, like, you know, Assassin's Creed was able to pivot from... I mean, Ezio is a hugely popular character, but, I mean, that whole, that whole franchise lends itself to every just game... Just having different or, assassins, yeah. Yeah, every game or every few games, they have a new character, or, you know, a new setting, and it a, you know, that a new character because it's literally hundreds of years between games or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I this is going to be all interesting as we continue to go forward in this world that we're now this new normal that we're now in. I think uh, yeah. Halo 2 is hitting, hitting PC this week. Yeah, actually hit today. I 
Yeah. I want them to drop the prices, I think, because I don't buy it. If, I, if it gets down to like 20 bucks, I'll grab it. But I don't want to pay 40 for it. <laughs> well, I mean, you're paying 10 bucks per game. Yeah. I mean, and they're all, they're, you're talking about. But I don't at like least at least, have... I don't like at least half of those games in that thing. <laughs> <sighs> I'm a big fan of all of those, so it was well worth it for me, but. I don't like, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Halo 2, honestly. And. What? Well, yeah, Halo 2 was, that was cool because it was, you got to have both perspectives. Yeah, but the one I really don't like is, uh, ODST. <laughs> Ah, but that's not what you were really... The ODST was free as a make good for um, yeah, for Master it Chief being collection. bad. Yeah. yeah, for Master Chief Collection coming up borked. So you're, we were really paying $10 for 1, 2, 3, and 4 is what you were paying. And Reach. Uh, Reach is like the one good one or one the one I'll... Well, Reach was just now. When the original collection came out, Reach wasn't included, which made me upset because Reach was one of my favorites. Yeah, I was like, why wouldn't you just do all the Bungie games together instead of having that one just yeah having that one just be by itself over there until just now you know yeah um but yeah so and as, as speaking of uh things being delayed Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer was supposed to come out today and they just announced the day before uh that it's been delayed yep. Um, on on both Switch and PS4, um, the work from home requirements were reason for the delay apparently, uh, and apparently it's now well it's been delayed for a couple of weeks apparently till May twenty sixth, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that might come out later as well, or you know it's two weeks from now. But yeah, I was. Uh, excited. I mean, I think that kind of hurts them too, because then you're right smack in the middle of uh, Xenoblade comes out, um, and some other games come out at the end of that, at the end of the month, and now you're having to make some decisions about. Well, you know, the twelfth was kind of far enough away where you could go, oh, okay, I'll buy this game, and then I can buy some other games later. But yeah, I don't yeah, know, but I don't also think it's going to help. Well, Star Wars is going to be a lot cheaper than Xenoblade, for you know, and also it's not yeah. like there's a huge glut of racing games in the Switch. <laughs> That's true, or anywhere else for that matter at the moment. Well, I think that uh, honestly, it has to it has to be good first, right? Let's let's see if the port's good, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, uh, but it, but it, having that Star Wars thing, one, who knows? People might just a lot of people might just grab it as soon as it comes out and not even think about it. And then bitch about where the Mandalorian's in it. Why he's not in it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, why is he not in it? I don't know, because it's set in the four then, but okay. The game came out 20 years ago. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, the game came out a long time ago. Uh, well, going, going back to that Ubisoft event, I guess for a little bit, is we, we know they're going to show Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We know that's kind of the big deal. Uh, for that show, that I'd imagine that's when you're going to get most of the gameplay uh, and everything no, else. It'll still, it'll still be all pre-rendered video footage. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not by then. Do you think we're finally going to figure out what happened at Watch Dogs Legion <laughs> on that show? Maybe not. I mean, I was kind of looking forward to that game. It was supposed to be out last year. Like, Yeah, because um, they went ahead and delayed Gods and Monsters, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and Watch Dogs Legion all at once. So, uh, I mean, Remember that? Didn't yeah. Remember that Ship and Bones game or that, you know, their multiplayer? Skull and Bones. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That thing just died a death and you never heard about it again. Yeah, it's weird. Like, 
I mean, other other companies they announce stuff and it may not come out, but like, it seems like Ubisoft does it a lot more than yeah, Beyond Good and Evil too. Uh, or yeah, just... or uh, Wild, the other game they were making where yeah, it was they... crazy, crazy like taking over animal thing. <laughs> They had the thing where uh, I think like some new screenshot showed up like a month ago or whatever, and people well, started it was like, speculating. It was like some job opening, and it's like, yeah, what? Uh, watch them just show off a bunch of stuff for it now at this show, and be like, oh, this has been there. You just you just forgot about it, okay? Yeah, only so. now somehow a Far Cry game. <laughs> I hope not. Let Far yeah, Cry so. have a rest. Yeah, they pumped out too many of those in too fast a yeah, but, pace. Like let's like let New Dawn be the last one for a bit, and then let it breathe. Yeah, I mean I know they were talking about you know um, bringing Vaughn back for another for Far Cry, whatever it is going to be. Nope. <laughs> um, but well, well I mean the voice actor I think said something to the fact of. That he might. Do you mean? Have been... well, do you mean Voss? Voss, sorry. Yeah. Voss. I was like, That's what you... I was thinking of. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, not the Final Fantasy twelve character. The guy from uh, Better Call Saul. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Is the um, the voice actor I think had hinted at. I mean, possibly I, that yeah. that character got kind of bitched out in that Far in Far Cry three, so. They could, but I don't really want to play it. <laughs> like yeah. the only the only funny the only fun thing that to me would be uh, remember Far Cry Primal the the, the caveman yes. one. Mm-hmm. If they transport if they transplanted the caveman guy in a modern time, <laughs> uh, I mean they could in Wild maybe. <laughs> like just put him as an extra character you can use. Yeah, let's let's bring him on. I mean, so they're calling it Ubisoft Forward. This event as well, which how many uh, dance numbers do you think are going to be this thing? Uh, there's always at least one. Yeah, so, uh, I'll go with one. I'm trying to think of. You think there's any surprises like a Splinter Cell or something that we're not expecting? People, or just... Yeah, people want it, but apparently they don't give a fuck what people want. Like you know, people want a Splinter Cell, or I mean, they showed up. People finally discovered like some old Prince of Persia prototype from like six years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when was the last time we were to Prince of Persia? I think it was like uh, last generation. Yep, last generation. Or two, no, two generation. Uh, yeah, two, that watercolor. PS2, color. GameCube. No, no, they made a 361, the watercolor oh, okay. one. But, but like, that was like, like the one you couldn't die in, so it was like really weird. Right. But, yeah, yeah I mean, they, Ubisoft has a lot of franchises. They just don't really take advantage of them that much compared to... Yeah, they, or, they like, certainly go with the ones that are making them money and then kind of milk them until... Yeah, I mean, they are, I don't think they are as bad as like an Activision. Bleeds it, you know. At least Ubisoft put the brakes on Assassin's Creed for a year. You know, I give them credit for that. But right, and hopefully they're doing the same with Far Cry. But yeah, and you know, bring yeah, bring back Splinter Cell or bring back uh, Rainbow Six as like a single player co op game. Like I don't think so. With them doing quarantine, I think that's yeah. kind of where they're headed with that. I, I mean, just you still no- got that Gods and Monsters game too, so. I remember uh, For Honor. <laughs> uh, they're still doing For Honor stuff. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like Rainbow Six. It's just out there for the people that like to play it, and right. it's in the ether. And people don't talk about it. I mean, the Division, I'm sure, is still getting another expansion or whatever. 
the COVID expansion. I mean, you if to, you think you shouldn't play that now, imagine. If you have to deliver these masks to these refugees in this building. <laughs> the pandemic uh, edition. If you have to guard, you have to guard the Walmart and looters. To... <laughs> uh, you have to safeguard these lines from people not social distancing. Let's see. Yeah, any time you get between, you know, one and five feet of your of the other team member, you start to lose health. Yeah, like a, like if you got poisoned. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I I don't mind Ubisoft doing an event because, like, it, like yeah. I said, they always do an E3 event, so it's fine. But. I'll like, watch it. I'm glad Bethesda is not just making an event happen just to make it happen. They have, like, nothing right now. Uh, I'm sure I mean, they could gin up another Andrew WK performance somewhere. I mean, because Pete Hines just came out. I mean, somebody, for some reason, was asking about Elder Scrolls, and he said, well, for one, Starfield is way above Elder Scrolls at this point. Yeah. And aside from Starfield and Elder Scrolls, they have nothing. Doom Eternal already came out. I mean... Wolfenstein is, if they're making something that's just starting because didn't they kind of end everything with Youngblood? Yeah. And then, well, they got that, know. uh, I know, well, they just put out like a, like, I think a month ago, within a few weeks, that Fallout 76 thing that. Yeah, Fallout 76. still not good. Like, I think it's something like the Wastelanders, like, like, patch or update or something. And it's like, I mean, now, now it turned it from a solitary bad Fallout game. Feel like a very mediocre Fallout game, and it's like I yeah. guess it's some upward momentum, but no, <laughs> like I think and people would rather play Fall. Like I think people would rather play like an upgraded Fallout Three or Fallout New Vegas. Like if they got that working on current consoles, and like made it look good, people would, way, would be way more into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then like what else do they have? They'll bring back Rage, Rage Three. Since Rage Two didn't, I think Rage Two kind of tanked. Yeah, Rage Two tanked. Nobody talked about that freaking game. I mean, it came out and then it's like, okay, they'll make another. Uh, they'll make Wet Two and the uh, Dick Marcinko game. You know, whatever the hell that was called, Rogue Warrior Two. <laughs> oh well, they got Ghostwire Tokyo, which they're promising uh, game stuff on later. Yeah, and and also Death Loop. Death Loop looked cool. But that Ghostwire game, the main girl left, so no one cares about it anymore. <laughs> they were more into they were more into her than that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still excited about it though. And I mean, yeah, Deathloop was probably one of the games that I was most intrigued by last year at, at E3. So is that the one that is like an isometric or top down? Like you're in a it's like the time loop apartment game, or is that something else? I think so. Yes, that's what that was. It, what, okay, that, I think they, they, like they've been working on that thing for like years. And that thing was supposed to be like a uh, Xbox 360 game at some point. Let me see. No, no, I'm it's something. No, no, I'm thinking of something else. No, Deathloop is the um that like first person game. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking 12 minutes. Uh, where they have the uh, the guy and the girl. Yeah, yeah. And they're. Yeah, that that was freaking awesome last year. Yeah, I was thinking at twelve minutes. That was like that's been in development for years. That's the new. That's that arcade game, arcane. The new arcane game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and who knows if Square if they're gonna do one or not? Because uh, I guess 
I don't even know how far they are on, depending on what you read, what how far they are on Remake Part 2 to be able to show that. I mean, I guess I, they could oh, show well, more Avengers than Iron Man. But. That'd be great. <laughs> Worked so well last year. Especially that Avengers game. Everyone's talking about how great that I mean, was. And all the DLC for Ultimate Alliance is done, so... I mean, they could always make uh, more, because that's probably right. pretty easy and hopefully cheap to make if people are buying it. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine they'd be doing a, another Tomb Raider or something with um, speaking with well, Crystal spe- Dynamics being busy. So. Yeah, speaking of Square, I bought that big Square pack they released. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Mine was like $17. Which, yeah, at least, at least you got the help charity. Yeah, and I got like... Like twenty five games I was missing or whatever, so now I own all the old like Tomb Raider games and Deus Ex and say like, woo, can't wait and Pandemonium. Well, you know who's also doing a showcase at some point in the middle of the summer games fest is uh, Steam. Steam is also doing kind of their own showcase thing. Yeah, and apparently, according to uh, someone who's very prominent in leaking things for Steam. He apparently leaked uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which, I mean, wasn't so far-fetched that that was going to be coming to PC with all the other games being on PC at this point, but... Or, well, most of them, anyway. And that uh, Steam is going to have some kind of a loyalty rewards program, which actually will reward you with uh, game discounts. (laughs) You know, if you have uh, if you have over a thousand games, yet you, you can get the Half Life Three beta. <laughs> Why? <What>? Yeah, <laughs> that'll like people keep doing it for years just to see if they can get that. Um, so yeah, you can apparently the loyalty reward system would feature accrual points that can be redeemed for badge levels and will allow reactions to user reviews. So let's make the user reviews even more uh, toxic by having people fight over somebody's user review. Because yeah, that's what we need. A whole big comment section of user reviews, too. <laughs> like, I mean, they're already uh, pretty pointless on Steam, so... <laughs> I see people that, you know, use them. So, like, apparently you can do reactions to deep thoughts, heartwarming, hilarious, hot take. This is the way you can comment on... Uh, I don't know. It seems, like, uh, silly, but, I mean... You that use Steam a lot and, you know, do the stuff with the cards and all that kind of stuff, would you want a loyalty rewards? I think it might be interesting. I mean, they've basically done stuff like that for, like, holiday stuff before. You know, like, play these, like, bad Flash games or, and, you know, you earn points and then you can buy prizes with it, like, that, that correspond to the holiday stuff. Like, usually around Christmas, that's, like, the big one. Uh, I, I think it's weird. Like, you think they should have done this years ago when they introduced, like, badge levels and stuff like this in the first place? <laughs> yeah, I agree. You'd think they would have, but... I mean, I guess it all uh, depends also, like, how good would the program be? Or, like, what would it count? Like, I have, I think, uh, over 2,000 games on Steam. Or, twenty uh, at current rate, 2,275. Like, how does that rate against other people? Like... It's not much. I mean, some. I have friends on Steam who have like ten thousand games. I'm like, you, you're crazy. <laughs> sure, they haven't even played about like eight thousand of them. I haven't even. Pl- I mean, I have twenty two hundred. I haven't played 
2000. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just bought this stupid ste- that stupid square thing. How much of that crappy thing I'm going to play? Yeah, probably not much. Or, you know, a lot of it you already have. So. Well, I was like, it, it was funny when it popped up. It was like, you can install these 17 games. And it's like, you, it requires 275 gigabytes. I have like, I got like 150 free. Like, <laughs> I can't, like, I don't have the hard drive space to install most of the games I'd actually like to play. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll, if the discounts are good, it'd be really nice. Or if you, you know, trade in X amount of points, get a free game or something. I don't I think they won't do that, but it'd be nice. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's probably. a, I think it's a weird, like, half bandage or i mean like because i mean epic's giving away games you know every week and steam is now a little kind of but they're like really crappy games i mean it's not like epic you know they aren't like the top tier games in epic but most some of them are pretty good i mean for what they are but compared to like steam's paltry hey here's a free game for you know a day or two it's like great i finally got flora's fruit farm Uh, oh no! Sometimes they do have like those, like well, where they like, play for a weekend. Thing. Yeah, that, that's what I say. Like Steam always does like free weekends or like a free week. It's like that's not quite the same. Like yeah, Microsoft does that a lot too. The play days or I mean, honestly, yeah. the the bigger problem is like I I thought I found Steam over the past like year to two years to be kind of a hunk of shit. Like they're they did an update like I think a few years ago that like, completely changed the UI and it's terrible. Like it's incredibly slow. Um, oh God, yes. Oh, very God, like yes, it is. Very laggy, and like it updates. It wants to update like constantly, like every yep. two or three days. Every it's like, time I turn that thing on, it's doing update. Oh, we got to check for the update. Like, yeah, it's, it's like stuff like oh, we fixed we fixed uh, the HTML in this one store page or something like that. It's like who gives a fuck? Like you guys used to be stable and rel- and fast, and you had a you know you had a grid system that was like functional, like. They're like how you stuff like see stuff is like insane on Steam now, and all their like you know uh oh what I is suggest it suggest like, to you things yeah like all, yeah all their like suggestions or uh they oh, always seem off or, yeah like the curators it's like I mm-hmm. don't I don't want to follow people on Steam to find out what they want to what they what they're suggesting to play it's like just offer me a list of things you know. Uh, that's that's really from the epic thing too, because the the epic giving the streamers a chunk or whatever. That's... Yeah, but Steam doesn't do that. But yeah. Steam did it first. I know that because they did that like years ago. But it's like I no, I don't care. Like just make it quick and functional, not bloated and slow like it has been over the past you know two years. I mean, like, yeah. I had a friend trying to play uh, Destiny 2 on Steam, and she basically gave up after an hour because, like, she just couldn't get it to work correctly. And it wasn't like the game, like, her computer was fine. It was just Steam being, you know, slow and not work, uh, not downloading the file correctly. Uh, that's that's an issue. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it certainly can be. I agree with that. So, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather Steam fix their, you know, game, or their uh, program, you, you know, UI, rather than instituting, a, you know, Buy five games, get one free reward program or something. <laughs> uh, so, I just wanted to highlight this one game that I uh, happened to see when I was uh, looking at uh, what Kotaku today or yesterday. Yeah, um, it's a 
a very Pokemon-inspired game called uh, Cassette Beasts that you basically merge two Pokemon-looking things, and you, like, can... it. Uh, it's almost like you're, like, the Power Ranger Pokemon. Like, you turn into them instead of, you know, catching these beasts or whatever. And then you can merge two of them into a bigger one, I guess, instead of evolving. Uh, and it has, uh, like, that kind of, like, 16-bit art style, sort of. Uh, yeah, I, if you watch the trailer, it's... I mean, once again, you really need to play Jake Cocoon, because they do a lot of that stuff, too. <laughs> no, I just think it's kind of neat. Like, they finally did something that's a little bit different than, like, Temtem, that's basically Pokemon, but with a different name on it, where this actually kind of takes that and, like, hey, you're going to use cassettes well, uh, <laughs> in the now, 80s. Now... Now every, now every uh, player is going to come sound wave from Transformers. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's it's cool. Like it's just, I thought it was kind of. It still has like the cute look from Pokemon and all that stuff, but it's like it has a different spin on it. That's pretty pretty neat. So yeah, props to uh, this indie studio here uh, called Bitten Studio B Y uh, T T and for for doing that. That's pretty neat. Uh, so, one little, uh, well, we do have a special topic here talking about our, our first, like, how we got into gaming, what made us, uh, get into that, and then just, like, the first, our first memories and first systems, all those kind of things. Uh, so, uh, I don't know how big you are into this, I'm, I love American Horror Story, I'm a little bit behind, because... I think the last one I watched was the thing where they get put underground. I don't know what season that is. I think it was like maybe eight or something. Um, I kind of fell off there. I, I know I do want to watch the 1984 one from last year. Uh, but so they, Ryan Murphy had a big zoom thing with almost a lot of the characters or a lot of the actors and actresses that are in most of the American Horror Story shows. And he announced that there's now a spinoff called American Horror Stories, which are like self-contained episodes. Um, so I'm glad that this just keeps going on for uh, FX. Well, it'll, it'll be like The Walking Dead. It'll never die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's already got renewed for four seasons. Uh, and yeah, I mean, Disney kind of helped, I guess, greenlit, greenlight this too. I mean... I, I will say I've really enjoyed the whole of all the FX stuff being on Hulu now, <laughs> so I can check out things that I kind of forgot about, uh, like Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> no, I watched all of that. Uh, like I've been watching Snowfall. I watched all of the Mrs. America one. That's like about feminism and the yeah, Phyllis Lafley and yeah, 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 that. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Um. Yeah, so I've been enjoying that, and yeah, good good for Ryan Murphy to keep going uh, in these times. So yeah, let's let's get into uh, this uh, our special topic here. So what was your like? Was it at somebody that got you into gaming, or was it just something you saw? Like what? What was? I that remember for you? I was on like a school field trip in like kindergarten, and like a kid had a Game Boy. Uh, and I think he might have had either the Tetris, like the first Mario, 
and I remember playing that. And then like later on, I, I my mom bought me my first Game Boy. She was weird. Like she bought me a Game Boy, but she never bought me a Nintendo. She didn't want anything hooked up to the, like the TV. I think she said it would like destroy the TV or something. <laughs> uh, and then like I would go to like stores uh, and like play the demo kiosk there quite a bit. Like I remember right, that yeah. very vividly. Like Kmart, when Kmart used to be good back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, well, speaking of Kmart, I mean, there's like two left in Michigan, and I drove by one that was like just closed down like three months ago. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, it, it was still the sign, it was like still lit up. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Did they reopen it because people need to? No, well, no, it was closed, but like it just closed down like in like February or something. I was like, oh, really? No, wow. Kmart. I don't know, cameras still exist, you know, not that they all closed or something. Yeah. Um, I know we still have some here. But... I guess, like, in, like, the town next to me was the original Kmart, and they just bulldozed it, like, last year. <laughs> oh, wow. It was, like, the first Kmart. I mean, uh, but, yeah, I remember playing, like, Demo Kiosk, or I remember Funko Land quite a bit back in the mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Uh, I go to, like, I had one friend named Mikey who had, like, a nest in his room, and I'd go over there, like, sleep over, and play, like, Mario Brothers. And then I switched parents, switched my mom to my dad, and, like, like the first thing he did was, like, buy me a Super Nintendo. <laughs> nice. I, ne- I never really... I never really had a NES. Like, I played ne- I, I played Zelda to completion, and I played, like, the bigger, like, NES games, like Mega Man or Mario, but I don't have a ton of nostalgia for that system, personally. Yeah, I'm uh, similar in that vein. Okay, so my brother is the reason that I play games to this day. He actually has his own uh, Twitch um, and everything. He's uh, it's called uh, D E or D I. It's weird ass. <laughs> he always he always liked. Uh, so speak. It ties it into like. So he was always um, into like I guess Norse mythology and. Yeah, uh, all this stuff like all his. I remember him uh, when he would play RPGs. Um, he would always his character would always be Loki, yeah, uh, or or something in that vein, like Odin or whatever. I didn't know what the hell that was, right? But, he just found know, a book was, when he he found a book when he was a kid and got obsessed with it. <laughs> probably, um, but. You know, so he, I remember like watching him play Mario and, you know, I remember like just kind of watching him play things. I don't remember actually playing myself, quite honestly. Um, I think I remember like, and I, and I did have a friend, um, who were like really close. Uh, he had a Nintendo in his house and he had like, uh, both the Zeldas and Mario and all a bunch of other, you know, Gauntlet and he had a bunch of games. So I could go over there and play some of those. But like you, I don't, I didn't ever own that system myself. Um, so anything that I played from the NES is either, you know, ported from like Super Mario All-Stars. That was my introduction really to Mario 3, Mario 2, all that, you know. Yeah. Um, like all those kind of Nintendo franchises, it was it was the Super Nintendo. Like Super Super Nintendo was my first system. Like my dad, he bought that for me. I remember I came home 
one day and it was just there with Super Mario World already in the thing, ready for me to play. And then I just got obsessed with that game because that was like the only game I had for a long time aside from like sports games. Like I had Madden and Cal Ripken Junior Baseball and um, all that stuff. Uh, so, and then my mom, I had a separate Nintendo my dad eventually bought me because he got, he didn't want me to keep bringing it back and forth. So, right. um, I could take the games back and forth, but he wanted me to keep the two Super Nintendo separate. So eventually, like, I got Kirby Superstar and, um, uh, like, more sports games, like the NBA Jams and yeah, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it's, and then my aunt, who was in some kind of weird cult at the time, that was, like, super Christian, and I couldn't have anything that had magic in it. So I had to throw away almost all of my Super Nintendo games, uh, and I never got them back. Or uh, is she out, is yeah. she out of the cult now? I assume. Yes, she is much more normal. You should uh, uh, char- you should you should charge her for all that crap. I wish my dad wanted to charge her so bad. Uh, so, like it was um, it was funny because like my dad wanted to go after her so bad for. Um, for doing that, but he's like, you know, what, what can you do? Uh, yeah. yeah, my, my brother is, uh, D-I-E-E-C 23. Um, and his, like, his game that he streams is Crowfall on Twitch, so if you... I haven't even heard of that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that was either until I watched him one day and I was like, what the hell is this? All right, whatever. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah. Like it was, it was funny when I got a SNES. Like I got like I think I got Mario World with it. Mm-hmm. But the only only other two, two games I can really remember were Mario RPG and yeah. Super Star Wars. I think I had yeah. like one or two of those. Like I might have had like Super Star Wars and like maybe like Jedi or Empire. Mm-hmm. And I remember those games sucked ass because they're like way too hard. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I just, That's why like, I had a friend that had that. When those games came out, I think like Super Star Wars came out on PS4. Like they did like a like a slight like HD version or something. Yeah, it's like, those games sucked back then. Like they're gonna suck now. <laughs> it was like three games, right? That they did all together, and that was one of them. Yeah, well they, did, yeah. yeah, well they did three. They did all three on the Super Nintendo, but they only brought like Super Star Wars to the PS4. It's like okay, that's a little odd because that's like the worst one, but okay. <laughs> Because, like, two Empire and Return of the Jedi you could play as, like, you know, Han and Chewbacca and Princess Leia. So it's like, in Star Wars, he just plays Luke. <laughs> and he doesn't even have a lightsaber for half that game. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, uh. Yeah, my mom would, like, buy me handheld systems, but she never wanted yeah. to buy me anything to hook up to the, to the TV. Like, I remember I had a Game Boy, and I eventually got a Game Gear. <laughs> and I went to, like, four or five Game Boys as a kid. Because I was just, like, rough on them, or, like, they would just break. <laughs> Yeah, I had the the Game Boy. I had no interest in at all uh, until Pokemon, and then that basically, yeah. I was actually kind of the opposite. Like I, around like when Pokemon came out, I was pretty much done with the Game Boy. I mean, I had like Tetris and like Mario and Kirby and like a few other Game Boy games. But like uh, when Pokemon came out, that was like '96. That was fairly late in the Game Boy's life cycle. So I was like, I'm no, I'm good. Yeah, I, I never had, I never had the original Game Boy, the big Game Boy. I had the Pocket. That was my first one. Yeah. And with Pokemon, and that was pretty much like the only two games I owned for that thing for a while. 
uh, until the color, and then that's when I kind of started buying other Game Boy games. But then I became like a uh, like three D, you know, with, with the GBA is when I really started. Like, oh man, this is a awesome thing to have a game you can take to school with you, a game you can take to uh, places with you. I, yeah. I end up liking a lot. Um, but yeah, it's just it's for me, Super Mario World was that game that like hooked me, I think, that like made me um right. I have memories of just spending hours and hours with that game. My sister also played with me, so I think that helped a lot uh too. And then of course, you know, went on and played other things, but like uh so Mario was like that first. Not like it was for a lot of people. The, that that I was never a Zelda person. Um I can't even remember the first I mean, I played like Zelda 2 and, and 1, but it wasn't mine, right? So I just had to go over to a friend's house and play when I could. So I never had the attachment to it, but like. Yeah, man. I was kind of, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I played it at my friend's house. That wasn't until, like, you know, years later, like an emulator, I played like Zelda all the way through. Mm-hmm. And like, I have specific memories of Zelda, but they're all kind of fucked up because I don't, like, I never played them. I didn't play that game, like, correctly. Like, I don't. I still don't really know where, like, level one is in Zelda, like, the first dungeon. Because yeah. you can literally go anywhere, and you don't necessarily know where you're going. Yeah. Until you learn how, you know, where you're supposed to go in that game. Right. Like, I remember, like, where, like, I think it's, like, uh, dungeon two or three, because that's, like, really easy to find. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Yeah, it's, uh... I remember the first... When I played that game, and I got to the guy that gives you the first items or whatever, I was kind of like... Oh wow! I found something. This game finally. Yeah. It's like neat. <laughs> um, yeah. I just I think like Kirby and Mario were like my franchises. I think for Nintendo for like a long time. I didn't. Well, I have a yeah. I have a really funny memory about Kirby because this was when I was like a little kid. I was like six or seven, I think. My grandfather. We had that big auto show in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And like his company, he like worked for, he was like a foreman in this construction company and they were like build all the stages for the cars. Like build, like basically transform the expo center into like the, you know, the auto show. So I remember one time he took me there before it was open. This was like a week before it was open. So it was like three quarters of the way built. Uh, you know, there were a bunch of cars in the floor and everything. And he was trying to, he drove me around in a golf cart showing me all these cars and all I was doing like playing Game Boy, playing Kirby on a Game Boy. I don't care about these cars. Let me just leave me alone. I want to play this. <laughs> hey, they, yeah. They <laughs> and those were the Kirby games on the Game Boy were actually not pretty well, the good. Was, oh, well, the first, the first was one pretty. The, well, the first was just simple. Like it's not. It didn't have what Kirby developed into, but it was mm-hmm. still a fun platformer. Or you know, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, two but, is when he had all the, the he got the animals and stuff, and he kind of expanded and he, it a little bit. Well, too, is when he, when he got the animals and then he could copy powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that wasn't even even in Kirby One. He all he could do was like suck up enemies and blow them out. <laughs> right. Oh, that's but, right. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't get power. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. I think um, they made like I think they made Kirby One for the Game Boy and they made a Kirby NES game, which is really good. Right. Yeah. Where, where he just got copy power and then Kirby Two for the Game Boy is when he got the animals and like when they all, you know that that's when we're like really crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's when I absolutely just like loved career. Another game that I I think this is why I like beat 'em ups a lot too is me and my my sister and I 
played uh, Turtles in Time over oh, yeah. and over and over and over. Like, I would say up to like three or four in the morning playing that game. I, I don't know how many times I'd beat it, but I wanted to beat it with every single turtle, and I wanted to, yeah, it was, uh, I wanted to try to beat it without dying. Like, it's funny that I never got like that again about games, really. Uh, they yeah. weren't like sports games, but like that game, I just wanted to beat a, a bunch of times. Right. I will also, I remember the kid going to like arcades. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. Like, well, we had, uh, there was a Chuck E. Cheese around here, but we had a, uh, Aladdin's Castle. That was like a mall chain arcade place. Yeah. And then we had like a, like a, an actualist arcade that was like pretty cool, pretty cool by me. I went to CeCe's Pizza a lot and played, uh, Simpsons. Yeah. In Area 51. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's always fun. Uh, I, I, like, I would eat two pieces of pizza and then I'd be like, "Hey, can I have some quarters?" And that'd be in the, over there. <laughs> yeah, doing that. I, well, it's funny. I went to an arcade last year. Uh, that was just everything. You just had to pay to get in, and everything was like a free mm-hmm. play. And I played through the Simpsons arcade machine because you know I had infinite money. Yeah, and it took me took me about an hour, and about a half hour into it, I'm like thinking like, "This is boring as shit." <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, who cares? You know, I'm just yeah. plugging, just pressing start over and over, and you know, I'm playing as I think like Bart, and it's just like that's why I don't like beat him up. I don't think it's just like it's just very, I think it's boring, but also just very uh, samey or repetitive. Right. It's like, yeah, I'm doing. I mean, especially those old arcade games like Streets of Rage. I think those games are really like we're meant to have everybody. Each one of you is a Simpson. Right, and yeah. like you're all there, and you're you're like trying to give quarters to all your friends so they can all play, and like it's or, like, or yeah. it's like you know, yeah. Well, the thing was just designed to suck money too, because it's inherently mm-hmm. very cheap. Right. But, yeah, like I liked playing the X Men. Yeah, the, I mean well. the three big ones were Street or uh, X Men, Simpsons, and uh, Turtles. Yeah, Turtles. But, uh, then try to play those NES ones, and those were, ugh. The Turtles that, one was, that first NES one was just well, the Turtles. Evil. Are, yeah, and then they made a Turtles arcade game, like a port of the net for art for the NES, and it was okay. Like it didn't yeah, look as good, but and then they like redid it eventually as well. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I never played older stuff. Like I never touched an Atari, right? Yeah, or like right. NES was like my first system, really. Uh, I got an Atari like way late. I got an Atari like when I was in college, and I it was like a you know it was an Atari with like, this cable coming out of it. That was black, and I'm like, what the fuck do I do with this thing? Like, it didn't have the TV connector box or something. I'm like, what do I do? Like, I, I literally had no idea how to hook it up. <laughs> My mom had this, I don't know what it actually was. It had a, it was a computer that had, like, black cartridges, and you'd stick it in, and, like, we had the Smurfs, and it was like a Smurfs, um, like platformer, I guess, and like Frogger, and uh, Pitfall, and like some other games. I mean, that's, that's probably like an old Atari computer. I would, I would assume. Maybe, but I, I had no idea what that was. So I was playing old games just because we had that thing. And then I found when we go into Arkansas, my dad, my I found my old dad's old Atari and played some games that way. But like you, I also, yeah, just. Before the SNES, all that stuff, that wasn't me, you know? Like, obviously, growing up, also, my my dad would take us to 
uh, you know, Dave and Buster's and other arcades, things like that. Uh, See, we only had like, we had, uh, little, we had, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, but we also had something called Caesar Land. And it was like the little Caesar's version of Chuck E. Cheese. And that was strange. <laughs> well, I also, I also did the thing a lot, like you, um, anytime I went to a Walmart or any of those, I yeah. would immediately go to the electronic section and just be there playing the demo thing. For... Yeah, I, uh, I remember. So I remember, like the Kmart had a had like the NES, an NES, a Game Boy, and a Super Nintendo all hooked up to TVs. You, you could play. Uh, Meyer only had like I think like a NES hooked up. That was like that was kind of like half baked, and like maybe like one little Game Boy kiosk. But the Target had a six game Genesis kiosk. It was really cool. And it had like six games plugged into it. And you like press a button to switch between games. Yeah. This is neat. Like, I want this. That's why I want a kiosk now. <laughs> I can't remember what game it was that I played, I think, almost exclusively at a store because they went to the store so much. Yeah. That, like, I think I almost beat it. Yeah. There, I and remember, then, of like, course, going to Funko Land. Like, yeah, my sister I, and my mom would go to the mall for something, and I'd, and I'd just be at Funko Land for hours playing whatever yeah, thing I, there. I, I, I was the same thing. I remember, like, we had, like, a big strip mall, and... She just dropped me off at like Funko Land, and she'd go to like the Dollar Tree and the GNC, and just be hanging mm. out in there. Stuff and you like, can't uh, do now, right? Because they're well, like I mean, two two minute demos or just videos that you're watching, like those yeah. kiosk or not. Well, that's like the whole thing about like imagine if they just opened up a new Funko Land, and it was like that, you know, that old store. <laughs> like that'd be, I'd shop there. Well, oh, that's what there. GameStop was trying to do at one point. Yeah, their whole retro store, but they just don't have the. Uh, you know, games for it, or the inventory, yeah. or, like, the know-how, really. Because <laughs> they always want to, like, upsell you in that store. It's like, get away from me. This is creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's... So I think the last... Because we can probably do this in chunks over certain episodes. I think the last one I kind of wanted to get into before we ended it here was... I guess whatever you consider your favorite genre now or favorite couple of genres what was that first game that or that game that was like okay this is made you realize oh damn i really like these kind of games now i mean i would say my like my first game i can remember playing is tetris but that's not really a genre like i mean there are puzzle games but there's tetris and that's about it tetris is kind of its own thing yeah like it's a kind of genre unto itself essentially uh, I would probably say, like, Metroidvania games. Like, I can't remember playing, like, Super Metroid at a kiosk at a store back in the day. And, like, not understanding it at all. But, you know, I grew up and I grew smarter. And that's like, wow, now mm-hmm. I see the brilliance of this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it was always, you know, like, the platformers that beat them up stayed with me uh, throughout. I would say platformers too, but they just don't make that many anymore. Or you know, they're just not. I mean, they end up being like Metroidvanias with platforming, or something else with platforming. Well, it's like I mean, I'm thinking like Mario. It's like there's not a traditional. I mean, Mario Maker is not really the same thing, but there's not like a traditional Mario Mario game. That's like that. You mean the 2D Mario's? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I hope that patch or well, not patch, but that you know pack of Mario games is truthful yeah I mean, hopefully 
I, I think I think so. I think Nintendo would have put a kibosh on it by now, and they haven't. So. Did you hear about the? Uh, they, they did put a kibosh on the Mario Mario sixty four PC port. Well, what did you expect? Yeah, like of course they're gonna. You know, it, I, I gotta when, I gotta grab then, that thing. And when some... game sites are reporting it, they're gonna they're gonna find out really quick. Yeah. So Doug Bowser will spring into action. But yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I. I I mean, I used to actually play, like, old sports games, but obviously that didn't stick with me. <laughs> well, like, uh, I always played, I played NBA Jam for, that was the game that would make me get mad. Yeah. <laughs> I had, uh, the, the only, the, the games that would make me upset and throw my controller and all that stuff was, was those games. Like, losing in the last second, not making that last shot, uh, like, Losing the game, I would do that thing where you, you know, you're gonna lose. So I'd reset the system. Yeah, I didn't want to lose. Well, like uh, mine was uh, the, I don't want to really remember playing as the old the first Ken Griffey game on the SNES. Oh, those were so good. It was like the first one is kind of not great. The second one is like I know really good, but I played the first one. So, and I I remember playing like a few old RPGs at the time as well. That's why, like, Mario RPG stuck with me so much. Yeah, see, RPGs were, um, I had to, I started with Pokemon and went a little bit forward and then went backward all the yeah, way like, to... The only two yeah. RPGs I remember playing was Mario RPG and the Sega CD one called Vive, which was, like, a companion to the old Lunar games. Yeah. It was, like, the same type of game, but not quite. Uh, and that game was, like, insane because, like, the end, like, one of the last parts of that game, you're in, like, the evil guy's dungeon, and you get to, like, this grid of, like, six by seven transporters, and you have to, like, pick the right one, or else, you, you know, you pick one, like, the wrong one, and you have to fight, like, an, like this big boss thing, and, you know, I'm a kid, I don't know which one is the correct one, I, I'm trying to pick all of them, I'm, I'm going through them all, I'm getting my ass kicked, and I remember calling up the Sega helpline. And oh, God, it, I remember that thing. Yeah, I was just like, which one is the right one? Go, like, I wanted, I wanted the person to say, like, go right four rows and down five columns, or, you know, down, down five spots, and that's the right one. And she was like, well, just, you know, make a graph, you know, make a uh, make a listing for each one, and then you, you figure it out. And I was like, that's not helpful. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm paying you for this shit, remember? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Nintendo, I think, I, like, I think you had to like message Nintendo Power or something. Or they had their own. No, line Nintendo had it. like uh, had like a numbers on the on the back of the Game Boy. It was like if you need game help, call one eight hundred. Like it was like a gray label. Yeah, I remember I had to call Sega up one for one other game. It was Sonic Three actually. Like there's like a really weird hard part in Sonic Three where the game doesn't tell you what to do. Oh my gosh, the days when you didn't yeah. have just easy computer access. To find yeah. everything, <laughs> and when games are pure and good, well, Nintendo Nintendo Power was great because it did have like strategy guides for their games. Uh, well, I remember yeah. reading. Uh, there's an old magazine called Tips and Tricks. That's what mm-hmm. I used. Tips and Tricks. Yeah. I had um, I had EGM for a long time. Yeah, I had, like, until they form. died the first time, I think, and then yeah. I switched over to Game Pro. For a while, yep. well, I think GameStop's first partnership was with GamePro. Okay, and then of course they eventually got Game Informer, 
But, well, Game Informer yeah. was really still really early. I think Game Informer mm. might have still been them because like I remember getting Game Informer with like the first Mortal Kombat logo on it from a GameStop or from a Funko Land. I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm oh. just saying like I never subscribe. I pick up some Game Informers here and there. Yeah, but I think if I remember right, the first uh, partnership that GameStop had when they were doing that first like before they had the you know Power Rewards thing, they had something else. Yeah, yeah. And it was well, Game Pro. Yeah. It was probably like a lot less organized, or you mm-hmm. know, a lot more free form because it wasn't some big corporation that was evil. <laughs> yeah, they weren't hounding you to pre-order <laughs> as much. I used to love uh, Games or Funko Land's old printed like sales things. You know, we're mm-hmm. selling Madden 1996 for eight dollars, and you know, all, all those because they're hilarious to go back to and like now look at. And I mean, it was also cool to go to Funko Land because you'd find out when all the games are coming out. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd be like, oh, wow, this thing's coming. You know, like, uh, and they'd have stuff there early, like super. Right. I mean, now you can't do that, right? Because if stuff would leak, but yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's just, it's amazing to see how, how our, our times, uh, have, have changed in that realm. Yep. Uh, any other, like, I guess, Early memory, early. No, that's about it. Like I, I mean, yeah. Like my mom was just worried about not having, letting me hook up, hook up a Nest to a TV. <laughs> yeah, my mom would just. Uh, everything was a Nintendo, even if it wasn't a Nintendo, or. Yeah. You know, like shut off the Nintendo. I'm like, I'm like, okay, it's not a Nintendo, but sure. Yeah, I just remember having a Game Gear and that thing sucking hard. <laughs> oh, Lord. I never had one of those, but I had, I had a like, friend that had one and it would die quickly. Yeah, I had at least two, and yeah, that battery life was like two hours of that. I mean, it was cool because it was big, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could kill a kid with it if you hit him with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, not made well for, uh, you know, battery life. Right. Well, it took six. So, yeah. I should tell you something. It's like, I mean, the Game Boy took four, but that the Game Boy lasted like twenty hours. On you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. You put batteries in the Game Boy, it felt like it lasted a while. So, I remember all the stupid Game Boy at, like uh, add-ons. I'd bit, I would yeah. get as well. Holy crap! Oh, I had the Super Scope thing too uh, for, the, for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have that? No, I never had that. Why they didn't have a? I mean. I was never a huge fan of light gun games because they were just kind of mm. easy. <laughs> oh, I didn't I care. Didn't My dad that. just bought it for me one day, and I think I used it. I think at least three or four times, and that was it. I was like, "This is well, too cumbersome." That thing, also, that thing took batteries, right? Yes. Yeah, that was That's right. Weird, yeah. I mean, compared to like the light, the zapper or the nest, it's like what this thing takes batteries. Like, I mean, not to mention it was like it was heavy to put yeah. on your shoulder and like just have it there. It was, Oh, I had uh, the Sega. It wasn't Sega. It was like the Interactor. Oh, uh, oh! It was like this weird vest you wore that was like a big subwoofer speaker, and you would like plug it into your your uh, like Sega Genesis or whatever game console you had, and it was like supposed to like react like when you like a loud noise happened. You were supposed to like just, like feel the action. I said, "Yeah, I have this giant speaker against my, you know." eight-year-old body what do you expect (laughs) (laughs) freak you out yeah i mean gaming like that was fun i mean i can't imagine like i mean you have a daughter now like right she's not like 
what you said, he's not like hugely into games. Right, but... she plays like she plays Roblox, and that's her thing. And she gets super excited about that. Like she is, um, she's so into the digital times now. Like she has her friends on FaceTime, and they're all playing Roblox at the same time, and she's playing Roblox while they're all talking to each other. And it's like, I'm yeah, like, okay. Could you imagine? I mean, do you have a SNES Classic or no? No, no. Could you imagine like sitting that in front of like sitting that in front of her and going, "Hey, play Mario." <laughs> She'd be like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, it's just like all those like kids see a NES for the first time videos on YouTube, stuff like that. <laughs> and you feel like a crotchety old man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it was like trying to. I had her play. Um, I think it was Sonic on the Switch when we were watch. We were gonna watch the uh, Sonic movie. Yeah, and she's like, "Daddy, how do you do this?" <laughs> so yeah, kind of teacher, you know. It's like, well, you got to jump at the same time and run. And she was getting frustrated, and I was like, "Well, I mean, you know, I remember my dad having to teach me um, how the star worked in in Mario that you could actually take out the enemies, uh, right. and not have to jump over them or or whatever." <laughs> it, it took a while for me to figure that out. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's um it's one of those it, like it. I, I kind of hate it because, like, like I, I tried to get her to play. I think it was, um, I had bought that, I bought that Capcom beat em up bundle thing just to see if I could get her to play. No. Me. Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> and I think I tried to get her to play Final Fight. And I wouldn't yeah, even want to play that. <laughs> and she, I think she made it through one level and she's like, I'm getting tired of dying, daddy, so I'm done here. I was like, no. Yeah, I mean, that's like, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, at least you have infinite lives in that thing, right? Yeah, yeah you can you can mess with it to have infinite lives, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, that, that's a, that'd be a, a hard a hard thing for someone to do, or, you know, yeah. for a young girl to, unless she's, like, really violent or something, but... Yeah, like, I tried to play, I tried to get her to learn Mario Kart, and it took a long time for her to just make the car go straight. <laughs> Yeah. Without, um, swerving everywhere or just, um, or like, you know, going the wrong way. Right. Um, she finally got it, but I think it's, it's still just, I don't know. She's got to find her thing, I guess. Like, and I think Animal Crossing, um, just there's, it doesn't, um, hold your hand enough, I think, for her. Um, yeah. I can see so, that. Like, I think she need like, that's her kind of game. Like, she likes those games where you can create. Uh, you know, all that, but I think she also sort of needs that, like, social aspect, which right. that's what Roblox, like, provides her, her right now, is all her friends play that. Yeah. So, you know. Well, soon we'll get to Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, whereas us, we're more of those, uh, lonely, lonely type gamers, uh, unless, you know, you have Yens to, to play with, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much she likes to play, uh, SnowRunner. <laughs> yeah, SnowRunner. <laughs> I should rope you into that as well at some point. <laughs> but well, uh, yeah, I think you're just saying you made it to like chapter fourteen. Yeah, I guess uh, I got to do that one fight, like some of the harder fights and like the side quests in Final Fantasy Seven R. But yeah, we'll see how well that goes. <laughs> yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. I will. I uh, I just really hate the map in that game. Like that's the one of the biggest problems. Yeah, I had to constantly go to the big map. Yeah. And figure out where the heck up's going. Um, I mean, I, I like... Oh, go on. Oh, it just doesn't do a good job of um, trying to let you understand. Like, 
you can kind of get it if it's one of those um, story things that it obviously that's the only place they're supposed to go. Yeah. But it like makes all the side quests kind of active at once. Yeah. So it and then like you don't have enough for that thing to tell you where to go. You don't have enough like pathing. Like it doesn't tell you like which path to take to get to this one er to an area. I mean, thankfully, chapter fourteen like unlocks like fast travel, but that is helpful. But Mm -hmm. it's like, eh. I mean, I'd rather just have like an actual world map that show you know take this path to go to here to go to here. You know, this is where the quest objective is. Yeah, like. The map just felt like, okay, I can kind of get the gist that I'm supposed to go here, but how do I get there? And there were some times where I had to watch a video of somebody, how they got to that point. It's like, oh, okay, it, I don't feel stupid. It just, man, it took me forever to to figure it out, you know? Yeah. Uh, I also bought that, bought that stupid Tonberry. That was not fun. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that. I usually avoid the Tonberries. Um, that's not what that and the Quacktar. I never really go after those. But I, that one didn't seem as hard as the other Tonberries. Right. I, I guess I kind of, uh, cause I had haste by that. You get the time. I had the time material. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah. So I just cast haste on everybody, and that, that's that can... is one thing I don't like is like how limited some of the material is. Yeah. Like it's like. I have like one. I don't know if you have multiple. If you get more at some point, but I have like one elemental material. You get a second keep, one later. I have to like keep re-slotting it to like cloud, you know, cloud sword or like keep his armor, and it's like mm-hmm. this sucks. Like I want that guy, the nerd, to just sell me everything. <laughs> that one you never get sold. Um, yeah, I know. That's I, I figured. Yeah, almost <laughs> yeah. all the other ones you do, but they're also kind of expensive. So. Oh yeah, like, I'm pretty uh, poor in the game, honestly. So. Yeah. It would be nice. <laughs> I'm also not selling a bunch of stuff. I mean, there's no real reason to keep old weapons, but I still have them. Yeah, there is, because you can keep leveling them up and then use them. Uh, I mean, yeah, game. but I've kind of reached... I mean, I'll unlock it at some point. If I've reached a plateau at the moment, I say, like, do yeah. I really want to... Do I really need to keep the steel pincers? It's like, not really, but I guess I will. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't... I mean, like, I yeah. never... Once I learned the... Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. You learned the two the, melee the ones for Barrett. I never used them again. Yeah. But, yep. Well, yeah. Um, I did uh, get that Bright Memory game, but it just, <laughs> it only has partial controller or gamepad support, so it's not going to work for me. I'm going to have to wait till the full game comes out, and I'm sure it might have full ga- gamepad support by then, because it won't get optimized for the consoles. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a, like, decent game and everything, uh, but, yeah, just, I'm, I'm not used to doing mouse and keyboard for anything, so it just doesn't work. Uh, just, it just, it moves around too fast for me to have to remember, oh, shift A to, to strafe to the right, and shift D to strafe to the left, and, like, uh, it's too much. <laughs> I'd rather just press the R trigger and left trigger, and, and we're good to go. Like, yeah. So, uh, I did beat Streets of Rage 4. Um, I was disappointed that there wasn't any kind of like, I guess, special ending or anything like that. Just kind of felt like, alright, it ends. And then you unlock another character and then here we go again. So. Well, now you gotta beat the, uh, car- beat the game with that character to see the special ending. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, it, I, I said last time it feels really good and it's, 
uh, wonderful homage to the, you know, the other games. So, yeah. Um, but all right, I think that's it. We'll uh, have our another episode on Friday night. Well, we'll get to talk about all these whatever was shown off at the Summer Game Fest, and then anything else that gets announced. I guess and there'll be more events by then. Yeah, that will be. God, June's gonna be something, something else. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all right. Well, hopefully everybody's staying safe and you know staying home if you can and wearing your mask, not protesting about the gym being open and then doing push-ups outside, showing people that you don't need the gym open, but cool. Yep. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, just uh, you can go review us on whatever podcast platform that you uh, like to listen to and also you can uh, hit those uh, stars on whatever podcast uh, you like to listen to but most of all hit subscribe because anytime we do a show we're going to do a Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast uh, one of these yeah nights, I want to get around to it <laughs> and have Randy and Jens back on yeah I mean it, for the most part it looks like it'll be Mark and I for the foreseeable future because Jens uh, had to deal he's, with uh, real life things. He's a working man <laughs> with work, and he now has to do a lot more work than he did previously, uh, due to uh, COVID nineteen situation with layoffs and furloughs. Uh, but hey, we're still here providing great stuff for you, and of course, you can let us know what were your first consoles or gaming moments or anything that you remember. What got you into gaming? Uh, W10Network at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at W10Sean, at Humanity Plague, uh, at W10Network, and let us know as well. Check out that W10Network.com, and we'll see you all later. Later.